friends better than your friends, yeah. That's how we keep popping out that bitch, yeah. For friends, we're friends better than your friends, yeah. SMS them, they know I'm my business. I don't know what I would do without all of my crew, yeah. I ain't making no room, yeah. I ain't making no new friends. I don't make no moves, yeah. Without telling my crew, yeah. That's just how we do, yeah. That's just how we do. Yeah, that's friends, okay? <laughs> Beyonce talking about real friends. Aight. That's friends by the Carters, though. Jay-Z and Beyonce after uh, that Carters album that they just dropped on us. Everything is love a couple years ago. But welcome to the show, y'all. If you don't know where you at, this is the Lavender Listens Podcast. It's your favorite podcast about all things music, all things music related and music adjacent. I am your lovely host, Ash Lab. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 hey. Come on in, close the door, feel the vibe, because it's hot outside. Close the door. Emphasis on close the door. Don't let all the air out, because it's hot outside. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, <clears throat> First, I want to say, I want to give a, a quick shout out to the girls over at the Red Dove Podcast. Hey, y'all, hey. They be showing me a lot of love on Twitter, so I'm showing love back. I'm going to give my love here because i'm bad at twitter i be trying to tag folks and i forgot who i'm finna tag and they be tagging lists of people i gotta get better <laughs> but shout out to them at the red dove and also shout out to ken with the uh gentleman lifestyle network podcast y'all go check out both of them both of the all of their work not both of them because it's more than two people but go check all of their work out the red dove podcast has easily become one of my favorites they over there telling us stories about black women protesting and it's good stories i like the way they tell this um and it's basically shit we need to know so do something constructive with your damn time and go listen <laughs> but shout out to them shout out to the girls over at red dub shout out to ken gentleman lifestyle uh lifestyle network and podcast he got a lot of podcasts and y'all better go listen to all of them <laughs> but welcome to the lavender listen podcast okay this is the episode that I have been so excited to work on, so excited to get done. But first, <clears throat> we must talk about this big crit, okay? Yes, his show was Friday, oh. It felt so good to be back in Minglewood Hall. I miss Minglewood Hall, I did. Um, The vibe does feel different in there though. Yeah, and I don't feel like cool laid back minglewood how it feels a little uptight now there are some white walls in there that i don't remember being there i just i don't know they stripped some magic up out of there when they you know re redid some of the things but it's minglewood hall you can't go wrong it was a fun time look drdd tour digital roses don't die he he got up there he could have went for like three four hours that's the type of catalog he got he could have went for three or four hours but he went up there he killed it shout out to his openers it was la cam wallace price and i'm missing one 
it was Cam Wallace. It was Price. It was L.A. And it was, oh, God, I can't remember this guy's name. It was one more. I don't think I wrote it down. Um, But it was four openers for Big Creek, and they did a great job. I wish we could have got more from L.A. I was thinking he was going to give us songs that we knew, but I didn't know none of those songs. Um, But they were good songs anyway. He kind of reminded me a lot of Brent Fayez after hearing him live. Yeah, he gave me Brent Fayez vibes, but I like that. Everybody did well. Uh, Seeing Crit on stage again reminded me why he's my favorite rapper. Okay, it reminded me why he's fake, why he's my favorite rapper because he get up there and he put on a show, but he could have kept going. I just wish it was a little bit longer. Big Sunk was here with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. I hope he comes back within the year. <laughs> Don't let it be like a year. Don't let it be two, three years down the road before we get Big Crit back in Memphis. But within a year, I hope we get him back in the city. And a, a bigger show. Uh, he might need a bigger venue. A bigger stage, I'm thinking. Just don't go to the Cannon Center, please. Those seats are too tight. Ugh, those seats are too tight. But anyway, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed having the space. That was the first time I think a Big Crit show hasn't sold out. I am I don't believe that show sold out. Because it was a lot of moving room in there. If it was like a sold out show, standing room only, you would have been hotter than you was it was hot in there with all those people but a lot of us know how hot Minglewood can get so I'm glad <clears throat> maybe I'm glad it wasn't sold out because we had like room to move around I had space behind me I had space beside me we wasn't bumping into nobody or no shit like that even during the swag surf <laughs> you know, I forgot all about the about the swag surf too Sunday I was sitting there like what I had to ask Instagram and everybody on Instagram that was at that concert confirmed we was in there swag surfing see whenever a swag surf bust out you know it was a fun time <laughs> you know when you can't remember swag surfing it was a good time shit that's all I'm gonna say it's all I'm gonna say it was a fun night out I needed it <laughs> I saw some people I know that I actually like for a change. I be seeing people, but like I speak and I'm gonna keep going because it's either I feel like like I don't really like them and they don't really like me, or we just don't really know each other to be sitting up there having a conversation like that. So I speak and keep it pushing because I ain't that girl that be want to talk to everybody anyway. <laughs> but I did see some people I know that I like. Hugged on them for a little bit, and it felt great. And it was a good time out. <clears throat> that was really the only thing I did last weekend. That we did. I don't think, babe, when, did he go somewhere, like, without me? I think he probably went. I think he went somewhere without me, but I was in the house after that. It was Saturday. My allergies had me up the wall. Up the wall. I was sneezing and coughing all day. I couldn't. I thought I had COVID for a minute. I said, oh, shit. And I took my ass in here with Big Crit shaking my ass all night. Now I got COVID. But I don't got COVID. It was my allergies. Baby, them Benadryls uh, stop everything. I think Benadryls could, could probably stop traffic. Mm-hmm. They stopped it all. But yeah. It was a fun time. And because of that, I'm going to just go ahead and say it was a fun weekend. <laughs> 
fun time. If you missed that Big Chris show, y'all better catch him next time or go to some of these festivals that he gonna be at. I seen one music fest pop up. I was wondering where they was at, but I don't get the emails no more. They been, I think they probably go into my spam folder because I wasn't checking them. So I'm gonna have to check, but I know one music fest is coming up. I don't believe they've announced the lineup and he might be on it. So go see Big Creek. Man, know how to put on the show. That's your favorite rapper, favorite rapper. I ain't lying. Go ask. <laughs> now, <clears throat> back to the business at hand. Uh, you know why we here. You heard me last week. June is the 90 series, and this is the first installment. I really had fun putting this together. I did. I learned some things. I did. I did. I did. And I I just really hope that y'all enjoy this. Now, the first installment in this 90 series is Southern Rap in the 90s. Okay. I'm a it's not very long. It's not gonna be like me talking for an hour on this, but I did put together a little piece and I wanna um get into it for y'all, okay? Alright, so Southern Rap in the 90s, okay. Where'd it come from? So for the most part, Southern rap in the 1980s was underground. Remember? While the East and West Coast dominated the airways and becoming the normal MTV soon. Okay. All this whole time, the South is brewing. We was waiting on our turn. <laughs> With groups like Ghetto Boys and UGK in Texas, all the way up to 3-6 Mafia in Memphis, the South was about to have its way in the rap game. Now, we can argue all day about who did what first down here, but we all know when the pivot happened. It was loudly declared that the South got something to say <laughs> in 1995 in front of the crowd at the Source Awards by the one, the only, Andre 3000 of Outkast. And that statement put the industry on call, you know, even though they was awarded with booze with a best new artist award that year okay they suck <laughs> y'all suck for boy okay <laughs> but the south stood up and kicked the door down okay every region in the south started to see significant mainstream success here in memphis for example three six mafia was about to drop their debut album mystic styles in 1995 <clears throat> that album to this day has a cult following okay the summer in the summer me and my crew we just ride okay mystic styles that title track please i think what is it is a uh, long night on there hold on let me see if i can whoop, whoop, whoop. pull up mystic styles real real quick war with us on there we got the dope now i'm high please mystic styles please cult following i'm a part of the cult that's following <laughs> it's either you know it or you don't okay and before mystic styles just about if not every member of their group has some solo notoriety okay three six mafia always feel like to me very much like wu-tang clan they can come together and do three six mafia posse albums posse songs they could click up and it's very easy but at the same time every single individual artist in 36 mafia can't stand alone i feel the same way as i feel about wu-tang 
that I feel about Three Six Mafia. They can come together and they can stand alone. Now, in 96, they follow up with Chapter 1, The End, with continued success throughout the years. This group is also a part of the horrorcore rap scene in the early 90s now. Horrorcore. I'm really thinking about... Um, I might do horrorcore episode around spooky season because I feel through a rabbit hole that motherfucker is deep. <laughs> so I'm thinking about doing a horrorcore episode for spooky season. But back to this. Um, they were a part of that rap scene in the early 90s, okay? Now, not just 3 Six Mafia made up the Memphis rap scene. It also includes and was very heavily influenced by other rappers such as Player Fly, Gangsta Pat, Project Pat, Tommy Wright, The Third, Al Capone, LaChad, A-Ball, MJG, of course, DJ Spanish Fly, DJ Squeaky, and etc., etc. The list goes on, okay? And that was this region. Y'all know I had to dive a little deep because of the home team, okay? It's Memphis. <laughs> now, we go a little further south to the Florida region, and they gave us the Miami bass sound that originated in the 80s and gained most of its notable popularity in the early 90s before it, start, before it started to deeply influence the sound of rap all across the South. But especially, it heavily, especially influenced the rap scene in atlanta and oh atlanta happened in the 90s okay atlanta exploded exploded in the 90s and outcasts and organized noise made sure we heard their part of the south and what they had to say and to me dirty south rap was born that state of atlanta continues to be the mecca of southern rap it does to this day it's 2022 this started i say boom 1990 it started the wheel started turning for everybody it did it really really did <laughs> now we go on go on over from georgia and atlanta to the louisiana region okay louisiana birthed a new sound called bounce music which in turn in my humble opinion led to a distinct sound for their region of rap that we all fell in love with we soon became familiar with the two with two of uh new orleans most infamous labels no limit records and cash money who both dropped nothing but heat nothing but heat nothing but heat nothing but heat <laughs> throughout the 90s okay and in juvenile juvenile gave us our beloved bag that ass up in the 99 and the 2000 girl you're working with some magic you betcha hey come on don't deny the 90s don't deny the 90s and now we move on a little further to the texas region okay the texas influence <clears throat> the texas influence to me was an early starter okay we're all familiar with texas rap greats ugk ghetto boys and of course the screwed up click which absolutely brings me to chopped and screwed invented by the one and only dj screw okay one of the most influential and copy sounds of their region but there's no denying that the originator did it better okay no shade to nobody else no shade to nobody else but rest in peace to dj screw he did it the best he originated it um hey it is what it is it is what it is screw knew what to do 
he did it better okay texas rap might have gotten the ball rolling as far as i'm concerned before andre's proclamation in 95 texas really is a, like a rap mecca in its own right you know their influence was wide reaching before it was cool to be southern we had to make it cool to be southern and i really feel like with all this all of that influence they really did a good job <laughs> at making sure the south was heard because like you just the early 90s was tough on southern rap they was calling people country we stupid we slow we don't know nothing it's, it's not cool to be from here right and that's just what it was and it just took i feel like it took that andre was pissed off when he said that because they were getting booed when they were announced they were getting booed when they won they got booed he got pissed off and he said what he said and he got booed and then you think about how we feel about outcast today and those same people that were booing him them because <laughs> not just him that were booing them they are probably singing their praises today outcast is one of the greatest rap groups of all time rap duos dre and big please wrap circles around your favorites mm-hmm big boy still putting out music today <laughs> it was just disrespectful and then especially coming from memphis oh my god if you ask any memphian crunk music started here 360 mafia and them everybody here started crunk but then you go to georgia and they're like no we did that all right and then you go to florida and they're like no we did that and then you go to texas and they like no we did so it's all about perception i guess even down here amongst ourselves from region to region you feel like you originated something and you know who says you did what i could say all day yes crunk started here but it's people in georgia it's people in alabama it's people in florida texas anywhere else will stay different they feel differently but the facts are the facts in 95 if andre hadn't the south got something to say if he hadn't yelled that out who knows the door probably still would have got kicked in but who knows what we be who knows who knows all the rappers that i mentioned influence every single rapper today no doubt about it you still got like UGK being sampled to this day. And especially from the young and upcoming rappers up out of Texas. Like Megan Thee Stallion is quick to do some Bun B and Pimp C samples. She just sampled Lil' Kim on her, on her last song that she just put out that, uh, Dick don't run me, I run dick. Uh, mm, use a bitch. That song she just put out, that's Lil' Kim sample. We are sampling everybody nowadays. So just give people their props. <laughs> give people their props. They deserve what they deserve. And can we talk about this This damn, this, what is it, rock and roll? Not rock and roll. Rolling Stones. Greatest hip-hop albums of all time, please. That list is trash. <laughs> Rolling Stone.
I'm trying to pull up hip hop albums. Okay. <clears throat> Here it is. I'm trying to pull up the whole list. I don't want just this because they're not telling me what well, orders, but it's the fact that y'all got Cardi B invasion of privacy above Lauren Hill. I know we have our gripes with Lauren Hill in this one album. Okay. I don't even cape for this album. Probably like y'all think that I should because to me isn't it it's okay. But there's no way in hell that that album is less than Invasion of Privacy. <laughs> there's no way that y'all telling me Invasion of Privacy is better than Stankonia. There's no way you're telling me that Invasion of Privacy is better than Nas's 94 debut Illmatic. They got it above the low end theory. Yeah, that list is some bullshit, and y'all know it. Y'all know it. Y'all scared to say it. I, I say it. Y'all want me to call up? Want me to call the magazine? Y'all want me to call the magazine? Cause I call. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'ma call. I'ma cuss them out. And I'ma tell them you should have gave me a motherfucking job for this shit. The only one they got right is number two hundred. Everything else, this list is out of order. It's very out of pocket. It's a very out of pocket. Y'all got... Y'all got this shit above all of this. Y'all got it. Y'all got Love Live ASAP at 193. Let me go see who they actually have at number one. Cause this is crazy i just don't agree with this list at 50 they have epmd strictly business but y'all got please i don't understand straight out of compton is 48 <laughs> no it's 49 <laughs> y'all got dilla donuts what tyler the creator at number 46 for call me if i got lost Call me if I get lost need to be like number double 20 or something. I wouldn't put it in the top 10, but it's up there. This is craziness. DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. It's 22. But y'all got Cardi B all the way up there. And I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling. What number is she? 10? Y'all got take care... They got Drake take care number 11. What, what about nothing was the same? That's better than take care. What the fuck? Mm, 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 mm. And I'm still scrolling. I'm here at the top five. Top five, they got to pimp, to pimp a butterfly. Number four, it takes a, a nation of millions to hold us back. Public enemy number three. The Blueprint, Jay-Z, number two, Stank Onia, Outcast, and number one, Ready to Die, The Notorious B.I.G. Stank Onia, number two? Stank Onia? You know what? I know why they got Stank Onia, number two. Miss Jackson, B.O.B., So Fresh and So Clean. That's because those, uh, 
songs were on the radio, but Stankonia does not need to be number two. Stankonia needs to be in top 10, but maybe 10. Humble mumble. I don't know. <clears throat> I do agree with number one. Notorious B.I.G. ready to die, but at the same time, where does Tupac show up? Because I would have had... Tupac not even in the top 10 here? 11, 12. Oh. That don't even got... This is upsetting me. <laughs> okay, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy is number 16. So she was not ahead of Alcaz. Just let y'all know that. I was wrong about that. I don't see... MF Doom. Hardcore! Hardcore should be top five. Hardcore is 19. Y'all, at number 20, they got future. DS2. They got. Y'all got future at number 20 and Tupac ain't in the top 20, period. Okay, so okay, we're gonna have this is gonna be a short episode. <laughs> we about to roll right into new releases you might have missed. I'm done. I am done. I am done. I have a very, very, very short list of new releases you might have missed because we're about to get up out of here. Okay. Uh, first here I have Post Malone. <laughs> Under new releases you might have missed, Twelve Carry Two Day. Go listen to it. Okay, next we got Prince and the Revolution Live Remastered. Okay, go listen to that. You got Saha E got the EP. Mm-hmm. India Sean Exchange. Yeah. Gucci Mane with Mrs. Davis. I tried to listen to that song, but then he started talking about some other stuff other than Mrs. Davis. I don't like that. Song called Mrs. Davis. You need to talk about her the whole time. Don't be talking about no other stuff. I was like, look at look at that's his song. Who am I to tell somebody what to do? I don't make no damn music. This is his song. This is shit. Shout out to Gucci, man. Shout out to Gucci. <laughs> and last here, I got Stasia Daniels with the Coochie song. I think I'm finna um, play a little bit of this for y'all. Because that song had me uh, tickled a little bit. I was giggling a little bit. It was cute, though. The Coochie song. I just got some Coochie from Hoochie Mama. I just got some cat from a hood rat. I just got some coochie from a hoochie mama. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? Oh, here you go. I'm finna say what the hell. Alright, listen to this. Stasia Daniels, the coochie song. Mm. Mm. 
The coochie song, Stacia Daniels. I need y'all to go listen to that. But as far as I'm concerned, this is all that I have. <laughs> See, a short little cute episode of Mini Soul because I could not handle that Rolling Stone list. I that's trash. But you know what? It is what it is. Maybe one day I'll be a Rolling Stone helping make this list, reform this list because this shit. Follow me on the socials before y'all leave here. Okay? Before y'all run out of here wiping your tears away. Before you put your shoes on and get on up off the couch. <laughs> Follow me on the socials, okay? I'm on Instagram at Lav Listen. Oh, Lavender Listens. My bad. That's Twitter. Lav Listens. <laughs> so, follow me on Twitter at Lav Listens. Follow me on Instagram at Lavender Listens. Um, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know my handle on TikTok. Lavender at lavender.listens on TikTok. I ain't got no videos. I got two followers on there. <laughs> I got one follower. I'm following two people. Um, I don't know how involved I am going to be on TikTok. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Y'all know the first time around and go so well for me. Ooh, it was a lot. Reels is much easier, but I'm going to try TikTok because it's where y'all live. Y'all be like, hey, why you ain't got no TikTok? Okay, I got one. It's not active, but I'm about to get active. So follow me on TikTok, Lavender.Listens. You'll see the podcast cover as the uh, picture, not me taking my face off of everything. Taking my face off. Oh, Lord. Because I don't want my face on none of it. But those those are the places. Follow me at those places. Um, and if you're trying to take it a step further, donate a little coin, support the show a little further. You can do that. On all socials, uh, there's a link tree. Click the link. It'll take you to all the links. Scroll down to Anchor FM now and click up click on that one. It's gonna take you to my podcast page on Anchor, and then click on support on that page, and it'll tell you what to do on the next page. You get to choose between ninety nine cent, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine for your contribution monthly. Um, if not, you can hit the cash out for the one time. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm about to get out of here, y'all. That re- that list really threw me. It's been throwing me since I read it the first time, but it's throwing me. And I'm tongue-tied. So I'm out of here. I love y'all. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for coming here every single week. Dealing with my bull. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed that 90, the first installment in the 90 series. I hope you enjoy it. Remember, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and tell them again. All right. All right, y'all. I'm out.